guys, welcome back to another episode of the Conversations Podcast. I'm your host, Kate Pope, and I'm so excited, as always, to be back with another episode. In this week's episode, we're going to be talking about how to create a routine and how to stay motivated in this new month. So as I'm recording this, it is March 1st, the beginning of a new month, and I'm so excited because I think the new month is a great way to set new goals, create a new routine, kind of refine what you didn't like in the previous month. It's a good first day marker of a new routine, new goal, new lifestyle, whatever it may be. It's just a good marker. I'm kind of OCD and like I'm the kind of person that doesn't like to end things like on a weird number or like, you know, like I, if I'm like doing a workout, like I'll have to stop when like the numbers are like, like I'll stop on like a five or like a new set, if that makes sense. Like I won't stop at like 956 like that bothers me so I think having that start of a new month is that's why I like it it's a great it's a great starter that's kind of a little side tangent on my weird number number issues but that's me problem but it's also just a great way to just start fresh it's March you want to remember March in a great way and March the it's a good it's a good month it transitions into spring the weather's getting warmer we're getting happier. The seasonal depression is leaving our bodies, hopefully. And we're going to have a good month. And I'm going to tell you guys my favorite tips for routine and how I like to stay motivated. So as I'm recording this week's podcast, I am being attacked by allergies. So I'm so sorry if I sound disgusting. I don't think I do, but like you just know when like everything's itchy, I've been sneezing, like my lips are cracked for some reason. And I just can't breathe out of a nostril. That's that's the situation that I'm sitting in right now. The allergies are going crazy. But I'm sitting here. I'm drinking my Bloom's green drink. I just got a new shipment of it in. And I forgot how much I really enjoy the flavor. And so I've been starting to drink that every morning to kind of create a new routine. As I talked in last week's episode, one of my goals since coming back from my trips was to create a post-grad routine. As you guys know, I graduated college in January. I graduated the bachelor's of arts and public relations my mind stopped working there for a second um so that's super exciting so i'm officially a college graduate and now i am for the first time soaking in this new lifestyle of not having a routine and that freaks me out so i'm using this month as a way to set a new standard of a routine because obviously it's gonna be different i'm not in school i'm not working at a retail job anymore I'm kind of just starting fresh, literally with life. I'm entering a new chapter and I'm building a new routine. So that's been my goal for March. I gave myself the weekends and last week to kind of like, I guess not last week, last last week I was gone. So I had this weekend, I got back on Friday, today's Tuesday. So I gave myself the weekend to kind of like adjust, be lazy, catch up on sleep. And now we're starting, we're going hard and I'm so excited to create this new routine. Okay. So my gratitude for this week is sunny weather. After being in the cold for two weeks, I am super grateful to be back in the sunny weather. It's been beautiful here, you guys. It's been like 70s and sunny and just gorgeous. I think yesterday was like 77 degrees. Like it's like the perfect, perfect temperature. And it makes me so excited because I'm ready for summer. I like really want to go on another vacation already, even though I just got back from one. But I'm super grateful for the sunny weather. It definitely motivates me, makes me want to get out of the house. And if you live somewhere cold, I'm sending you the sun. I wish you could feel it. It's amazing. I forgot how much I missed it when I got back from the cold. I think I often take it for granted, but I'm so excited and so grateful for this beautiful weather. And I'm just so grateful 
to be living where I am and to have this opportunity to live here. And I'm just really grateful that I graduated college and I'm here. Like, 15-year-old me would have been like, you're fucking lying. I don't believe you. And to me, that's, even though I I think we're our hardest critic and oftentimes we don't think we're where we, we want to be, like, looking at our younger self, I think our younger self would be sure as hell proud of where we are today. And I know my younger self would be like, damn, she's doing it. She's doing the thing. And that's my gratitude for this week. I was kind of reflecting on it because I think with hormones and that time of the month, you often find yourself feeling a little down and not as great, if you know what I mean, and being a little bit hard on yourself. But this week, I kind of took time to reflect on what I'm grateful for. I'm grateful for the environment I'm in, and I'm grateful for this life I built for myself. My fashion item that I'm loving this week, it's actually not Amazon for once. I'm proud of myself, but I recently ordered some new sets from Skims, and those have been my recent obsession. So I'm obsessed with the Skims outdoor set. I got it in this beautiful green color. I feel very much like Kim Kardashian in it, very much Kanye vibes, and I'm here for it. It is so flattering. Like, I don't know what is in Skims, but you put it on, and I feel hot. Like, I walk around, I'm like, I'm a bad bitch. It just makes, it like makes your boobs look good. It makes you look snatched. It just, it's so flattering. The outdoor set is my favorite. And then me and Trin got matching Valentine's Day sets in the Fits Everybody collection. The t-shirt, a little see-through, not gonna lie, but I love the material and the brown underwear that we got that matches. I've been wearing all the time. I definitely want to get it in more colors. I've been wearing them on repeat as well as I have it in black, I believe, in that same material, just the bralette, and I love wearing that under sweatshirts or sweaters, super comfy material. I'm obsessed. I've been like literally like washing, wearing, washing, wearing like on a cycle repeat, and also I got a new Aritzia Perfect Cozy Hoodie in Heather Cloud White, which, hear me out, that is the best color you could get at Aritzia. Heather Cloud White is the superior sweatshirt color. Um, if you don't have it, you need it, but I recently got it, and I made a little TikTok about how it's funny. Like, once you get a new sweatshirt, I literally wear it for, like, a week straight. Like, I'll sleep in it. I'll wear it every single day. Like, I'll wear it until it's stained and smelling. Like, that's, if I didn't, you didn't get a new sweatshirt, if you don't do that, that's my belief. And so I've been wearing that sweatshirt. I think I wore it for literally the whole, I wore, it's the only sweatshirt I brought for my trip, and so I wore it that whole week to sleep, to bed on repeat. Me and that sweatshirt were hand in hand. So I highly recommend getting that sweatshirt from Ritzia. It's the Cozy F Perfect Hoodie in Heather Cloud White. And I do recommend for the Perfect Hoodies, I, re- I recommend sizing up just because it does have a more form-fitting fit. And I do like mine a little baggier, so I sized up. I normally, like in a shirt, I would get double extra small. In the hoodie, I got a small. What I'm looking forward to this week and this month in general, I'm looking forward to, as I said, a routine in specific. I am looking forward to getting back into working out. I think for a while, I kind of had fear of working out just because I hadn't, I haven't worked out in so long. I will do it every now and again, and after I do it, I feel so good. But for some reason, in my head, I build up this fear of working out to where I haven't done it for a while or I haven't been consistent with it. So I think now I'm really looking forward to just pushing myself, getting into that routine, starting small, creating a schedule of what workouts I'm going to do each week, and just getting my body moving, and not for a certain look or image, but just for my mental health to release stress, anxiety, for your body. Like, do it for you, do it for your body, do it for your health. I 
got in my head for a while, definitely still a little bit, but just building that fear of working out. I think a lot of people do have this as well. It's not often talked about, but like it is okay to be afraid to work out and it's okay to listen to your body. It's okay to rest if that's what you need. It's okay to take time off if that's what's better for your mental health. But I'm at a point where I am ready to cross the bridge and start getting back into it and kind of pushing myself a little bit. And I'm super excited. I'm going to try a Pilates class this week. I love Pilates. And I think I'm going to get back into running, my hawker walks, all that jazz I'm excited to incorporate into my routine. All right, now let's get into the chunk of the episode. We're going to be talking about creating a routine for the new month, baby. So let's just go right into it. One thing that I think is really important in creating a routine is establishing a very simple morning and night routine. Start with your bare minimum basics and build that habit. It takes, you have to do it multiple times to build a habit as we know. So I like to start with something very simple. Don't get complex. Don't say I'm going to do 10 things in the morning and 10 things at night and I'm going to do it all the time because you're going to get burnt out and it's going to be harder to build a habit if you go full force all the way in. So I like to start very simple and then you build upon that. Once it becomes a habit, add more things. I think it's really important to start simple of what's going to make you the happiest. So say in the morning, if you really like to journal, add journaling, your morning coffee, your skincare, and maybe like a five minute morning meditation. Simple. Start with that. Don't go crazy. Set a foundation. Do that every morning for a couple weeks. See how you feel. Night routine is a good time to prepare for the next day. So maybe start like picking out what you're going to wear for work or school, pack your lunch, write your to-do list. Very simple and start making that a habit. And then you can add in more elaborate, more complex things later on. But I would start with the foundation of the necessities, what will make you the happiest, and then go from there. Because eventually you're going to get burnt out if you put it all in at once. And you'll just end up going like cold turkey and everything. So start simple and then build upon that. Create structure. And I think that's just the key emphasis of this is create structure on the necessities and the routine. Very simple. Structure. And so once you do that, you have your morning routine. You can set start setting a time where you wake up every morning. Don't go crazy and like say 5 a.m. if like you normally wake up at 10. I would start to like slowly ease back if you do like sleep in late. And there's waking up in the morning really early. It's not for everyone. I understand that. It's not for me. I wake up at 8 a.m. That's how that's what's best for my body and best for my routine. I wish I could wake up at 5 a.m. And like kudos to you if you do. More power to you. If that's what works for your schedule, then do it. But I do want to start waking up slightly earlier. So I've like started setting my alarms 10 minutes earlier. Slowly, slowly, slowly. So that way I'm not like 8 to 5. Like I would be so tired and so thrown off. So setting your schedule back just slightly for your morning time wake up. And then setting out the times where you do things. So like you wake up and then you journal. And then you have your coffee. And then you do your meditation. And then you start your day. You go to work. You do emails. The, e- the middle of the day a little bit hard because I know like our energy levels f- like fluctuate a lot in the evening. I often get my midday slump. You're tired. You're kind of burnt out by like 3 p.m. Like we all know that feeling. But I think it is really important to create structure even that time. So say maybe like you know you get tired around 3. Maybe give yourself a little like 15 minute break. Have some tea, some coffee, whatever works for your body and just create that routine. So then once you start doing that over time, your body's going to know like, oh, 
it's 3 p.m. Like, I'm not tired because I've done this for so long. Like, you kind of change your energy levels a little bit just by creating a habit and routine and sticking to it. And then, of course, another big one is writing down your to-do list. I think it's really important to write it down on pen and paper. I'm a big pen and paper kind of gal. If you prefer Google or your notes app, more power to you. But I think it is really rewarding to write down your to-do list and to be able to physically cross it off. And you have it on pen and paper. Your body is literally writing it. You're doing an action. You're creating that, like, I don't know what it's called, hand-to-eye, like, connection or something. Like, you're physically doing something. And you're putting that intention of, I'm going to do this. I'm going to take the time to write it out with my hands, find a piece of paper, write it down. And it's easier in my mind to, like, stick to it once I've written it down because I see it and I'm like, oh, shoot. I didn't do that. Like, I didn't cross it off. Whereas if it's on my phone, I'm like, eh. I'll look at it sometimes or I'll forget or if it's just a piece of paper on my desk and I see it every time I walk by or every time in my room or when I'm sitting at my laptop, I see this piece of paper. It makes me more likely to do that task and it makes me stick to it. And then kind of going along with writing your to-do list and kind of creating like a plan for the day, either doing it in the morning or the night before, I think it's really important to mark off time for you so you don't end up getting burnt out. Say you like want to watch a new show or you want to have me time or you want to get your nails done. I think it's important to kind of schedule that in for yourself so that way you know like I can't make other plans like I'm showing up for myself at this time I'm working out at this time I'm literally sitting and reading my book at this time making sure you don't get overwhelmed with all these other different tasks responsibilities that you leave out time for you I think it's really important that when you're making your to-do list in order to prevent burnout and just be nice to your body and your mind and to practice self-care every day even if it's by the smallest, give yourself an hour break to step away from what you're doing, step away from life, talking to people, whatever it may be that you get burnt out from. Marking up time for you is really important because it also helps prevent burnout. You're building a routine and you're practicing self-care, even if it's the smallest of five minutes of alone time, 30 minutes of my favorite TV show. Something simple, just putting that in your to-do list if that's something that's really important to you. And I think it'll make a difference in your mental health because you're not going to be burnt out as easily and you have something to look forward to. Like if I do my tasks from 8 a.m. to 2 p.m., I know that I get to watch my favorite show and then I go back to my work. It's like something It's something to look forward to, something to motivate you, and it's kind of a reward for sticking to your routine. So mark up time for you. Have a little date with yourself. Pencil it in your calendar because you're a busy bitch and take time for you. Another thing I think is really important is to set the intentions. Um, I'm not really into manifestation. I really do believe it, but I do believe in goal setting more than manifestation. Like you work towards what you want. Just saying that you're going to get it doesn't mean you're going to get it. But setting your intentions is just basically on how you kind of word it in my eyes. Like I'm not going to say like, oh, I'm going to, I like want to wake up earlier. No, I am going to wake up earlier. Practicing that in your head And saying that out loud, I am going to do this, I am going to do this, not I want or I need. I think it really kind of, from my mind at least, it motivates myself because I'm like, oh, I made an obligation and a promise to myself. I can't let it down. And in your mind, you're kind of training yourself to like, oh, I have to do this. I said I'm going to. Even saying it to other people, like I'll say it to my roommate or to my mom or to your friend or your partner. Saying that you are going to do something because in your mind, you're like, oh, I don't want to let them down. Like I told them I'm going to do it. Like, I'll look like a, like a lazy person if I don't, you know? So saying that you are going to do it instead of you want or you need because you're creating that 
habit and you're setting that intention for, I am going to do that. It's like you already did, but you have that intention of, I am, not I want to. I am means you're going to do it. I want to means you could do it or you could not. So set the intentions right, put it in the atmosphere, manifest it, that's what you believe in, but practice how you say it. I am, not I want, I am. And as I was kind of mentioning in my other tips for creating a routine, I think it is really, 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 really crucial that you don't overwhelm yourself. Take it one step at a time. There's that saying of, my parents would always say this, how do you eat an elephant? One bite at a time. Although you have a huge, huge chunk of things that you want to do or need to do, I think it's important to do it one step at a time. Don't overwhelm yourself. Don't go in with all these intentions, all these goals, and think you're going to like go from nothing to 100. Because you can, maybe for like a week or two, but eventually it's going to fall off. You're going to burn out. You're not going to be consistent with it. So I think it's really important to one step at a time, prioritize the necessities, work on those, and then build from there. I know we want to just go crazy and be very much so the 5 a.m. bitch that wakes up and does 18 million things before 9 a.m. You can be, but it's okay to work towards it slowly. One step at a time, prevent the burnout, help your mental health, be consistent about it and build that habit, and slowly add on more habit-forming things. One step at a time, slow, simple. Don't create anxiety for yourself. (laughs) It's what I'm saying, basically. And that's what I like to do for my morning routine. I, you guys, I literally used to like just wash my face with water. I was kind of gross, but it took time to establish like, I'm going to do this for my skin and then I'm going to do this. Okay. Habit formed. Let's add on this. Okay. Habit formed. Same for like journaling. Like it took me a long time because at first I was like, I'm going to read. I'm going to practice French. I'm going to journal. I'm going to do all this in the morning right when I wake up. I did it for like three days and then just wasn't consistent and I stopped, eventually stopped all of it altogether. Whereas now I'm like, I'm going to journal. Once I got that down, I'm going to read. Once I get that down, I'm going to add something else. Like build that habit and create that routine for your body so that your body knows it's going to happen. It's not thrown off by 10 different things that you want to do at once because eventually you're going to fall off the wagon and that's okay. So my big tip for that is one step at a time, be slow. All right, and next I wanna talk about my tips for staying motivated. I get a lot of questions on this. My biggest tip is to take a big goal and break it into smaller chunks that are more achievable. So say you have three top goals you wanna achieve in March. Break those three goals into smaller sub-category goals as you would write it down. Big goal, little subcategories. And then write a step-by-step plan and how are you going to achieve that little goal that makes us a big goal. So it's going to be something simple. It's like, what are you going to do every day? What are you going to do every week? What are you going to do every month that will achieve that big goal? Breaking it into these chunks makes it more achievable. It's less like chaotic on the brain to look at. And you have something to do like each day or week that adds up to the overall big picture of the goal. So I think that's really important instead of just diving into this huge goal or dream head first, no plan, expecting to achieve this big thing at once, breaking it down into smaller pieces that over time you can easily achieve over steps, however that goal may be, it's way easier and you feel more accomplished because each day or each week or again, however you time frame this goal, you feel accomplished. You can check, check a box, move towards something and it's something to look forward to and i think that's one thing that i like, like to use to stay motivated is 
using this method because one, I'm not burnt out. I'm not feeling exhausted. Like I'm the kind of person, if I get overwhelmed or overstressed, I just like break down. I just don't want to leave my bed and I get tired. I don't know why my body just like shuts down to overstress. But using this method of taking a big goal and breaking it into smaller things, it allows me to one, feel motivated because I'm like, wow, I'm going to get a step done today. Woohoo. And it allows me to like not feel like this goal is eating me alive. Like I'm looking at this goal and I see it in the smaller chunks. And before you know it, the goal is completed, but it doesn't feel that big because you took so many like little parts and made it into big parts. And it's easy to lay out the goal once you see it in the different steps and processes processes that go into it. Also, writing a step-by-step guide, I think it's really important. It doesn't have to be super detailed, but instead of just saying like, I have this goal, how are you going to get to it? What are you going to do that's going to achieve this goal? This helps so much with my motivation because instead of looking at this goal and being like, okay, cool, now how the hell do I get there? I have these steps that I know. I need to do this every day. I need to do this once a week. I need to do this, X, Y, Z, that will get me to this place. Instead of seeing, cool, goal, how do I get there? Now I see, cool, goal, here's how to get there. And so each month I like to kind of highlight one or one, two, three, doesn't make any sense. So each month I like to highlight one to three kind of goals I want to achieve. So this month it is working out, as I said. So I have working out as my goal and my subcategories are going to be each day I'm going to do some form of moving my body. Each week I'm going to work out at least five times. And then and then underneath these smaller goals, I'm going to write how I'm going to do it. So for working out every day, how am I going to do it? I'm going to write down a schedule of what workouts I'll do each day. For making sure I work out five times a week, how am I going to do it? I'm going to keep track of my planner. There's my how for my goal, so that way it's easily achieved. So that way I know, like, when I write down my to-do list, I'm going to also put in workout. And so that way at the end of the week, I'm be like, cool, you worked out five times, like, your goal. And then Mondays when I plan out my week, plan out my movement, even if it's something small as, like, my walk, I make sure to put that in. I also like to write down what days I'm going to rest, what days I'm not going to do anything, what days I'm going to do Pilates, what days I'm going to run. Putting that all out as my how on when I'm going to do the certain goal makes it so much easier instead of just saying, oh, I'm going to work out every day. Don't know what workout or what I'm going to do, but it's a goal. Writing that how makes it more easily achievable because that way you know you're physically writing it down, you're physically making a plan, and it's way easier for your brain to tackle instead of just looking at this idea. Another thing because I am, I think the word is intrinsic, oh my god, here's my word of the week that I can't pronounce, intrinsically, intrinsically, I think that's the word, motivated, like you're motivated by rewards, or is it extrinsically? I don't know, I took a, took a psych class, you know, a couple years ago, learned about that, let me google this, right, but it's extrinsically motivated, like I get motivated by rewards, or like a break from something, like I, that's how I motivate myself, and so saying like working out, that's my goal. My reward is on Fridays, I'm gonna get frozen yogurt because it's my favorite food. If you guys are wondering for dessert, Oreo frozen yogurt, oh, I dream of it. So that's something I do to reward myself that keeps me going. So I know that I can't get this reward unless I do X, Y, Z. Another thing could be like you read for 20 minutes and then your reward could be taking a bath or watching a movie. Like setting these rewards as like a motivator at first because at first you're going to be looking forward to it and you're going to be like wow like I'm so excited to have this and then eventually it's going to kind of form a habit to where you'll end up doing these things such as working out and reading 
without that reinforcement because your body already built it as a habit. But for starting off, a way to keep that motivation and keep up with it is rewarding yourself. As like silly as it sounds, like you're like a little kid, but that's how I keep myself motivated. I love rewarding myself. If I do like emails all day, then like my reward is I get to school and watch TikToks after. I'm going to keep moving. That's how, that's what works for me. It works for a lot of people. I would definitely try it out and then eventually you'll kind of form the habit of doing that task without the reward because your body will be so used to it. And that concludes this week's episode. Thank you guys so much for listening. Sorry, it's kind of short this week. I am feeling a little shitty and just kind of down. I could talk about it next week. But you know, we're just having one of those days today, but I am pushing through. I wrote it down for myself that my goal today was to film the podcast, and I did it. I get to check it off my box. I'm so excited to release this episode, and I'm so excited for many more. If you guys like it, it would mean the entire world if you left a rate and review. Follow our Instagram, Conversation with Kate. Follow my personal TikTok. It's underscore Kate Pope and my Instagram, underscore Kate Pope. If you want to stay up to date, I post a shit ton. So keep up with me on there if you'd like to. I will also have my Amazon favorites and Revolve favorites linked in the bio for you guys to check out as well. And thank you guys so, so much. You guys mean the world to me and I hope you have a fabulous week and let's get motivated for March, girlfriends. Mwah.